welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. Today is episode 84, and it's entitled, What Does It Mean When I Feel Anxiety? You know, in this day and age, it feels like anxiety and talking about it is really prevalent. But what does it actually mean when you feel anxiety? I would say it generally doesn't mean what you think it means. So I had an experience where I was talking to my mentor, Michael Neal. And I was asking him and I was sharing with him, you know, a traumatic experience that I'd had. And I also shared, well, so I've I've shared this experience before, but, you know, for me personally, the, the time that I felt the most anxious I've ever felt in my life was a time that I actually, I was going down the path to become a religious teacher called a seminary teacher in our church. And it was really interesting because it was just a thought that I had that, and it was something that I'd kind of feared most of my life that I would do because my, my father had been, had been a religious teacher. And it was interesting because I had an experience where Truthfully, what was happening is I was having almost a midlife crisis moment. And I was sitting there and I, I had just barely read a scripture like that said, be patient, be patient, be patient. And because I was having this midlife crisis moment, I basically said, that's not a good enough answer anymore. And I, I went to this place in the temple, which is called a celestial room. And I just sat there and I was like begging and pleading for an, any answer. And nothing came. Well, the truth is the, the answer had already been given about the things that I was troubled with. Be patient, be patient, be patient. But for whatever reason, I just, I just kept going and going and going and going. And, and then it just so happened that I saw a kid in there that his dad had taught with my dad. And I just kind of linked those things up in my head. I was like, oh, that, that, that must be what this is supposed to mean. I'm supposed to be a seminary teacher. Now, in that moment, I didn't feel anything. Well, I I did actually. I started freaking out. I started getting very, 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 like, just anxious and just not having peace whatsoever. Well... And then some other things happened that ramped that up even more to the point that I was, I mean, I was almost having a full-blown panic attack, if not, and I might have been having it. I don't know. And it did, it it scared me so bad. But it was interesting because I I came home and I, I just kind of 
made the decision, okay, well, if that's what I think God wants me to do, I'm going to go do it. And the more that I went down that path, like that was one of the hardest three to four months of my life. It truly was. And and please understand, this isn't, you know, you'll, you'll understand where I'm going with this. But it really was. Like, it was an incredibly hard period of my life. I was having to take sleeping pills to even sleep a little bit. I was just in all sorts of, I guess the best way you could put it is this giant cloud of confusion. It's like the more I went this direction, the, the worse that I felt. And I couldn't get peace for the life of me. I, I never, ever felt peace going down this path. I mean, until finally one day, I was, I, I had to have a shoulder surgery. And so I was on some very, very, very intense, hardcore drugs. I think it was Oxycontin or something. and. Because I was in that state, I had what's called a blessing in our church given to me the night before I got the surgery. And, and for whatever reason, when I, was on these, when I was on these drugs lying in my bed, I just kind of felt I needed to listen to that. And I listened to it and I was just like, wait a second. This isn't my path. I'm not going the right direction. And when I went to pray about it that night, about quitting that path, there was an absolute immense amount of peace. Because that wasn't my path. Now, I also met an individual recently that they're going down that path as well. But they seem so happy and so excited and just so filled with light. And they talked about how they'd be even been led down that path. There was a difference between my experience and their experience. And you know the, the difference between that experience? That is where they were meant to be. That is not where I was meant to be. I've, I've said before on these podcasts that bad feelings come from the adversary and good feelings come from the spirit. And I was wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'm, learning, I'm learning just like you guys are. And here's where I was wrong. Those bad feelings that cloud of thought that I called confusion, those are all also feelings from Heavenly Father. They are just simply saying, hey, Joseph, this is not your path. And you know the interesting thing? When I'm on my path now, I have such beautiful and wonderful and amazing feelings. Well, it was interesting because I was relating this story to my mentor, Michael Neal. And I was saying, Michael, like, I'm, I, I, like I, I really do. I just, I just know that, and I'm very, 
you know, I know that isn't my path. But, you know, when I go by buildings, when I hear the word, so when I go by, you know, seminary buildings, when I, when I'd hear the word, when I'd even go by schools, I just have this anxiety that would start to build up in my mind. I mean, even just thinking about it, it's like, okay, well, which direction do I go to go to this place that I'm going? And, you know, and, and at first you're like, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to go whatever way to avoid that building. And it's like, no, I can't, I, I can't avoid those buildings. And so I just, I, I just talked to him and I said, Hey, and I shared with him my story. And he said, Joseph, like you were perfectly clear in, and you know, you, you feel this and like this, this seems like very, this seems like, you know what you're doing and you know, you're. And so, but I, I told him, I was like, yeah, but Michael, you know what I want? I want to get rid of any hint of this feeling. I want to get rid of any of this anxiety and these troubled feelings that I'm having. And he said something really interesting. He said, Joseph, no, you don't. And it was almost like that little punch in the face. And you're like, what are you talking about? Like, why, why wouldn't I want to get rid of that? And then the super cool thing is, I don't remember if it was something he said or if it was something that the Spirit just taught me in that moment. Anxiety is a gift. Now, you might be thinking, Joseph, you are, you are out of your mind. You are off your rocker. But let me explain. When I'm having those feelings, well, before I say that, I've used this analogy before, but I think this is very important. So the further I went down that path of being a seminary teacher, and once again, like there are people that that is their path and they are happiest and, and that is where most importantly, the Lord wants them. And that's where they're meant to be. And that's where they're meant to serve. But as I went down that path, it was almost like, the further I went down, the darker my life got, truthfully. I mean, like dead seriously. And I know that sounds really silly, but why would that be the case? Well, if you happen to walk into a bad neighborhood, you immediately get that yucky feeling. If you continue to go further into that bad neighborhood, that feeling will amplify. Well, what is that feeling telling you? Is it telling you, oh, you're a bad person. I can't believe you're, you know, you're, you're having troubled thoughts right now. No, it's telling you to get out. It's trying to stop you from going further down that road that you're going down to save you time and to get you back on the path where you're going to find the most happiness in your life on your journey. Now, if I go into a bad neighborhood, I mean, I've, I've heard of somebody actually happening. Like, you know, they go get gas in a neighborhood and somebody comes up like, dude, hey, you got to get out of here. Like, what are you doing here? Get out. Well, if they keep going down that road, they're going to have more and more people tell them, dude, you seriously, you got to get out of here. And it's going to get louder and louder and louder and louder and louder. Until finally, have you guys ever seen the cartoon where... They show the world and they put up a giant sign sticking in the world that says, get out. 
That's what happens when we're arriving at the level of a panic attack. That feeling is getting so strong inside of us, and it's saying, hey, seriously, get out now. So why can't, why don't we feel comfort? Why don't we feel peace in those moments? Because we'll become confused. You know, it was more important that Heavenly Father let me go through one of my hardest experiences. It's even one of the hardest experiences I've ever had in the temple. As you guys that follow me on social media know, like that's one of my, that's my happy place. It was so important that he allowed, like, that he not give me any sense of peace along this direction. I mean, and I take that back. There was one time I had peace about going in and substitute teaching for a teacher. But I believe that was done simply to just say, to help me even understand, Joseph, this isn't what you want to do. Because I think there, there was a tiny part of me that's like, man, to get to study the scriptures all day and to get to study the prophets all day and all that amazing stuff, that's kind of cool. But it showed me even in that moment, hey, that's not what this is about. And this is not where you're meant to be. And I kid you not, even when I did that substitute teaching, I remember there was a moment I was sitting there reading my scriptures and the spirit even said, hey, Joseph, just, just so you know, this isn't your place. I'm here with you. I'll help you. I'll comfort you. But this isn't your place. And, you know, so it was, it was just interesting. Like that was the only hint of peace I felt, but it was done just to say, Hey, okay, go, go, go actually try this out. Go see if you like it. And I have a lot of respect for, you know, what, what my dad has done and what seminary teachers do. But for me personally, I love to help people apply things to their life. I love to coach. I love to do what I'm doing. But that was just, that was not my path. If Heavenly Father had said, given me absolute peace and said, Joseph, let's go. Okay, cool. And, and I even did. Like once I had that immediate, that immediate thought or that, that thought that one time, I started that path. But it really was. The further I went down, the darker and darker it got. And, and the story that comes to my mind there's a, a beautiful story that Jeffrey R. Holland, he's a religious leader of mine, tells. And he talks about this time that he went and I believe he was with his dad. And I'm just going to read it in his own words. He says, there are times when the only way to get from A to C is by way of B. Having grown up in southern Utah and enjoying all the wonders and beauties of southern Utah and northern Arizona. I wanted to introduce my son to that, and I wanted to show him places that I had seen and enjoyed when I was his age. So his mother packed a little lunch for us, and we took his grandfather's pickup truck and headed south onto what we call the Old Arizona Strip. Noting that the sun was going down, we decided we better get back. But we came back to a particular fork in the road, really the only one, that at that point was absolutely unrecognizable. I asked my son to pray about which road to take, and he felt strongly that we should go to the right, and I did as well. And we went to the right, and it was a dead end. We went four or five or six hundred yards, and it was an absolute dead end, clearly the wrong road. We turned around, came back, out, 
took the other road, and clearly the road to the left was the correct road. Somewhere along the way, Matt said, Dad, why did we feel after praying about it that the right road was the proper one to take, the correct one to take, and it wasn't? And I said, I think that the Lord, His wish for us there, and His answer to our prayer, was to get us on the right road as quickly as possible, with some reassurance, with some understanding, that we were on the right road and we didn't have to worry about it. And in this case, the easiest way to do that was to let us go 400 yards or 500 yards on the wrong road and very quickly know without a doubt that it was the wrong road. And therefore, with equal certainty, with equal conviction, that the other one was the right road. I have absolute certain knowledge, perfect knowledge, that God loves us. He is good. He is our Father, and He expects us to pray and trust and be believing and not give up and not panic and not retreat and not jump ship. When something doesn't seem to be going just right, we stay in, we keep working, we keep believing, keep trusting, following that same path, and we will live to fall in His arms and feel His embrace and hear Him say, I told you that it'd be okay. I told you it'd be all right. As I look back on my own experience, once, once I had already thought that that was what God wanted me to do, He let me go down that road a little bit so I would know absolutely that it was not the right road. But I, but I really do believe, and I felt like there were kind of stop signs the whole way. And, and at the end, there was, a, there was a, so, a stop sign so large that it was... It was as if I was getting hit in the face with a giant stop sign in like WWF wrestling style. So, why do I share that? Oftentimes, what we feel anxiety to be is simply Heavenly Father saying no. It, whether it's something we don't quite understand, whether it's something we're overthinking, we try to figure everything out and we don't have to. We, we try to solve so much instead of just allowing ourselves to experience peace. We want to know the why. It's not good enough for us to just have peace saying, hey, go this direction. So coming back to my story with my mentor, Michael Neal, you know, he he basically said, like, Joseph, no, you don't want this to go away. And, and tying back in the yucky neighborhood example, that tiny anxious feeling that you experience, that you know is not peace, but almost like this nagging, not a gentle nudging, but a nagging. So that is a person before you even walk into the bad neighborhood that has a giant sign that says, or not even a giant sign, it just has a normal-sized sign that says, hey, you really don't want to go in there. I don't know what it is that you're facing at this time. But what I can tell you is if you're feeling that confusing feeling like you're in this cloud, like you're in this fog, it means whatever direction you're going, there's something there that you're missing. 
whether it's for you to stop, whether it's something you need to see, I don't know exactly. I mean, if you want to come on and talk to me on the the weekly the weekly free coaching call that I host, you're welcome to. But and and I think there's maybe there's different levels of anxiety. I mean, this is the one that I've experienced the most, and so that's what I'm speaking to. But I think especially when we're trying to live the guided life that we that we have for us, the best life for us, and when we're trying so hard to stay on that path, those little ink those little naggings just kind of come up, but they don't leave us feeling peace. I mean, I shared with you before that I there, there was only that one time that I really felt peace. And that was simply, hey, you're, you're okay to go do this substitute teaching tomorrow. I, I think anxiety is often caused by us worrying about how things are going to turn out. You know, the Savior himself said, take ye no thought for the morrow. I would even add, like, take ye no thought for the next minute. You know, I asked my, I asked my mentor another question just a couple of days ago, and I said, and it was a silly question, but it was, should I do what everyone else is telling me to do, or what the spirit is telling me to do? Now, I'm sure you can see the humor in that question, but every one of us does that, and plenty of anxiety is caused simply by overthinking. Now, another thing about overthinking is all that you're really doing because is you're creating more and more anxiety. It's like you already don't know about something and you insist on figuring it out in that moment. But as my, as my mentor also taught me, we are the ones that are pushing on the gas. It's as if, what's striking me in this moment, it's as if you're driving a car and it's going way too fast and you're getting really scared, not realizing you're the one pushing down on the accelerator. So what do we do in those moments? What do we do in those situations where we are feeling anxious? I mean, the simplest way to put it would be stop thinking about whatever it is you're thinking about in that moment. Because there's something in there you're seeing that's off. There's something in there you might be scared about, but a lot of times it's very similar. I have a, you know, I've got this Mickey Mouse Fantasia stuffed animal sitting up on my dresser. But behind it, it does cast a little bit of a shadow. If I kept looking at that shadow, not understanding the nature of shadows, and I got really, really scared because there was a shadow there, it would simply be because I don't understand how shadows work. But if I shine light on that, especially a flashlight in the dark, 
I can see it better. And the shadow may even disappear depending on how I'm holding the light and depending on how I'm looking at the object. So when you were feeling anxiety, you were trying to figure out stuff that is not ready to be figured out. Or you're going the wrong direction. And it doesn't matter which of those it is, because regardless, in that moment, what you need to do is just be still. How do I stop thinking about overthinking? I go do something else. I mean, go to the gym, go to... Because what happens is we, we not only do we ramp up our thinking, we add on top of that thinking. It's like, oh, this means... You know, there was a client I was working with a while back, and. You know, they were, they were scared that, you know, if the person didn't call them back, then they were going to, you know, they were, I mean, this is kind of the joke I made with her. I was like, yeah, you know, he's not going to call me back and then we're going to, we're going to break up. And then, on, and then her real fear was basically being an old maid that never married. No, she ended up actually you know, marrying the guy she had plenty of fearful thoughts about. But every one of us has fearful thinking. And the simplest way is to stop thinking about that. Really, go to the gym, listen to it, watch a funny movie, take a break. Like we do, we need breaks as humans. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. And, and funny enough, I would not wish those four months that I went through upon anybody. But because in that moment of everything that I went through, I had to really, really, truly learn what the Spirit sounded like to me. And, and there were moments, just being honest, where does, you know, where does kind of the adversary or the crazy leprechaun voice fall in all of this? When you're at your absolute worst, he's going to step in and say silly things like you're on the road. And he's like, dude, just run your car off the road and this is all over. Y- you won't have to worry about your thinking. I mean, or I went through a, another hard experience recently that... Right when it happens, he does. He gets in your head and he's like, there'd been something I'd been waiting on for a long time and it didn't, it didn't work out the way I thought it was going to work out. And I kid you not, there was plenty of times that he says, Joseph, why don't you just curse God and die? That, that's a reference to Job, if you're not familiar with that, after Job had been through all kinds of trials and challenges. Like, Heavenly Father gets to choose some of the things I go through in this life. And honestly, some of the things we go through in this life are simply because we're not listening to the Spirit. I mean, the other thing I want to say that comes to my mind is some people get really anxious because of their dreams and such. Now, I truthfully believe that dreams can be answers. We can get visions. We can have all kinds of amazing experiences through dreams. But if it's a vision or if it's a beautiful experience, it's going to leave you with a beautiful feeling. 
I mean, recently, the the more that I have found myself on quote unquote the right track, the more nightmares that I have. I mean, nightmares that are so bizarre that you wake up and you're like, whoa, oh my goodness, I'm glad all those things didn't happen. The adversary can use every trick the spirit can except peace. If you don't believe me, go look at Exodus, where these priests were able to mimic every single miracle that Moses did, or most of them. But there's one that he can't mimic, and that's peace. Whenever I'm hesitant about doing something, but it's the right thing, I feel peace. And I've shared recently how I felt inspired that I needed to start recording audiobooks, or at least one particular audiobook. And I was hesitant. It was a it was a decent amount of money to do this in a professional studio, and and it was a you know, and it was a decent amount of time. But as I thought about taking that step, I felt peace. I mean, I when when I say peace, just to give you an idea of how it works for me, hopefully that will help you understand how it works for you, because it doesn't work for the same for all people. If I'm feeling anxious about something that I think I have to figure out, but it's just my anxiety or it's just the adversary messing with me. You know, it's kind of intermix. I I don't know sometimes how they intermix, but then I'm, there's a feeling in my body, but it kind of hums in like my, the back of my neck and it might make it to the top of my shoulder blade. But when I feel peace, you know, in the scriptures, it says my peace is like a river. Or my peace could have been like a river. And so I feel it like this cool wave washing through my body. It kind of starts in my neck and it goes all the way through my body. If it doesn't make it through my body, then it wasn't, then it wasn't peace. And if it doesn't leave a good feeling, like, you know, I, I come back to this path that that I took where I didn't feel really any good feelings because it was so important for Heavenly Father to say, Joseph, not your path, not your path, not your path, through giving me feelings of confusion. So I just came across as I was looking some things up, some really cool scriptures. One is in 1 Corinthians 14.33 that says, For God is not the author of confusion but of peace. And then another that says, so how do we know if the path we're on is the right one or if the thing we're thinking about is the right thing? We'll feel peace. And, and this other scripture in a book called Doctrine and Covenants, section 9, Verse 9, it says, well, I'll even go to verse 8. It says, but behold, I say unto you that you must study it out in your mind. Then you must ask me if it be right. And if it is right, I will cause that your bosom shall burn within you. Therefore, you shall feel that it is right. So you'll feel that it is right through good feelings of peace, joy, those wonderful feelings. But if it be not right, you shall have no such feelings. 
but you shall have a stupor of thought that shall cause you to forget the thing which is wrong. So, we've been told how to decipher these things, but many times confusion and anxiety do come to simply get us back on the other path. And they get, those signs get bigger and bigger and bigger. I mean, if I remember right, I think in the Wrong Roads message that Jeffrey R. Holland gave, he talked about how they went. And even as they were driving that road, they could kind of see the road was starting to end, but they kept going to the end. And that's, you know, and seeing the road as ending, those are those yucky feelings, those off feelings. If you're thinking about a decision and you're feeling that yucky and off feeling, that is just the spirit telling you, hey, whatever you're thinking about, whatever you're doing, not your path. And when you're, when you're feeling those feelings of joy, excitement, light, that is your path. And, and I'm going to come back to this point on, I, I really do believe anxiety comes from trying to figure stuff out before we have to figure it out. And there comes a, there comes a time when it just clicks. I remember when I was doing some math problems years ago, we were learning division. So this is like, I don't know, fourth grade or something. And, and I could not understand for the life of me, like how they were doing it. I really didn't get it. And then finally, my grandma actually sat down with me and, and showed me a simple way to do division. And I was like, oh, that's it? Yeah, that was it. They they were trying to do it and keep it all like confusing, confuse, confusing and show all your work at the bottom. But the second it clicked for me, it clicked. It was like, oh, it was so matter of fact. Stop trying to figure everything out today. If you feel peace about something, you can move forward in it. I promise you. I the, the times that I've had the biggest stop signs in my life were times I thought I was going the direction that Heavenly Father wanted me to go, and I wasn't. I, I truly wasn't. I was not on the path He wanted me. There was a time I was dating this girl many, many, many years ago and was engaged, and Heavenly Father's like, Joseph, don't do this. This is not the right fit. It doesn't mean she's a bad girl or anything. It just meant no. <laughs> Whereas I, I know other people that have not listened to that and have struggled. I, I, have a, I know an individual that their former spouse put them through many, many years of misery. And even in the moment they were about to say yes to marrying them, the, the spirit said, no, 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 no. It basically, it screamed no. I mean, the best a spirit can scream. <laughs> so here's my invitation to you. Whatever you're feeling anxious about, take your foot off the gas. Stop thinking about it. Stop worrying about it. Stop letting it trouble you. Just stop. 
Allow your life to unfold the way it's going to unfold. And you're going to relieve a lot of your stress and anxiety. But you might be saying, well, Joseph, I, I'm feeling anxious because I don't have a job and I, and I need one to provide for my family. And the Lord will provide. But he's going to do a lot better when, you, when your mind clears and he can actually tell you what he wants to tell you. So often we're so busy trying to solve our own problems, we don't have to. We need to allow Him to show up and do the work. Allow Him, be still and know that He is God. Be still and say, hey, however you want to help me, help me. I mean, I'm not saying to sit there on your behind and do nothing. If there's something to do, do it. If you feel inspired to do something, do it. But most of our anxiety comes from, well, should I do what everyone else is telling me? Or should I, fear, should I get scared about everything else happening in the world right now? No. You simply have to follow the Spirit. You follow those, those like the breadcrumbs from Hansel and Gretel. Like you follow those breadcrumbs to get to your path. But those breadcrumbs are crumbs of joy and happiness and beautiful feelings like it talks about in Galatians 5.22. Those are the beautiful feelings of the Spirit. That means you're going the right direction. And when you start getting those yucky feelings, it's like, hey, you just, you just hopped on the wrong train of thought. That's all that's happened. And you can get off immediately. Immediately, oh, my, my thinking's beginning to rev up. Okay, where was I? Oh, I'm trying to figure this thing out that I don't have to figure out right now. And, and I've even found with people that it's, it's them, they feel peace about going in a direction, but whether it's noise from the world, whether it's noise from you know, their past, whether it's noise especially from family and friends, you're going to do much better simply following the Spirit than by following anything else. And if somebody says something to you that is for you, it will land. It will leave you good feelings. You will feel peace. If they say something and you kind of like squinch your eyes and make that face like something smells, whatever they have said is not for you. So. I don't know what it is you're feeling anxious about in this moment. But whatever it is, my simple invitation would be, stop trying to figure it out. Turn it over to Heavenly Father. When I was struggling at times with this decision, it's like somebody would say something. And I'm, and I'm seeing this right now in this moment. Somebody would say something about, you know, being a seminary teacher. And I would, or hearing the word or hearing anything, I would instantly get that yucky feeling. All that was telling me is, Joseph, just breathe. That's not your path. And, and that's what I would even say for you. When you start getting those, those feelings in your gut that something feels off, something is off. You're off. 
you're not aligned to your path. Somebody once told me that your Heavenly Father can give us the worst news in the world and we can feel amazing about it. We can feel absolute peace about it. Most of our anxiety, most of our confusion comes from trying to figure stuff out that it just hasn't clicked yet. I mean, why do we figure most stuff out when we're taking a shower or doing something like that? Why? Because it's the only time our mind turns off long enough for us for anything to come through. I just, I just had a funny picture. It's like, you know, Heavenly Father's got like this multitude of angels just waiting to go in the second somebody hops in the shower because their mind turns off for those four seconds and he can actually talk to them. I mean, we have so many rules in our life about how we have to live and what we have to do. And I mean, even, you know, the proper way to study scriptures, the proper way to pray. I mean, sometimes I get in my head about the right way to study the scriptures. <gasps> well, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to them, but I'm not reading them today. I, that, that doesn't count. Or I'm sitting here and all of a sudden I have all these impressions come to me. So does that count for reading the scriptures? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm serious, guys. I deal with this stuff too. I've just, I'm just learning how we overthink and myself definitely included. But when I start thinking and I start seeing my thinking beginning to ramp up, all that is is a message from Heavenly Father saying, when, when those feelings begin to come, say, Joseph, stop it. Stop it. There's a really, really cool YouTube video. And it's by, it's by Bob Newhart, and it's called Stop It. Now, Bob Newhart was, he was an elf. I think he was the head elf or something like that. And what happens is this lady goes in and she says, you know, I have this, every time that I think about being buried in a box alive, I get really, really, really scared. And I, get, and I feel anxiety and I feel, I just feel these awful feelings. And he simply says, stop it. It's a really funny clip if you want to watch it. I, I don't want to ruin the punchline. But the same for you, whatever you're thinking about in the moment, it's causing you anxiety. Just stop it. I used to think that the the stronger feelings that I felt, that was God trying to talk to me even stronger. And it actually was, but not what I thought. When you have beautiful, overwhelming feelings that are happy and joyous, it's Heavenly Father telling you to go forward. When you have yucky and awful and, you know, disgusting feelings, it's telling you to go to stop. It's telling you to actually go backwards. It's telling you to stop it, stop it, stop it. And the deeper those feelings get, it's telling you even more to stop it. And we want the feeling to go away, but that's not how it works because it's there to help us, not to hurt us. So please, guys, especially if you've made it to this point, I would really, really invite you to share this particular episode. Um, there are so many people in the world that struggle with anxiety. Please share this with them. 
these things have changed my life. Like the things on this particular episode are some of the ones that have brought me the most peace, the most joy, the most happiness. Because it's helping everyone understand what their feelings really mean instead of what they think they mean. So I would really, please, please share it on your social media. Share it with anybody that's ever, you know, thinking about anxiety. I mean, it's episode 84. It's, and I would really, really invite that. And I would just, I would just say, whatever you're simply thinking about that's causing you frustration and anxiety, you're trying to solve things that are not ready to be solved. When the time comes that they click, as that math problem did for me many years ago, it'll click. But don't try to force the click, because that we, we can't control when that click happens. We just have to be open and present. And remember, the beautiful feelings are telling you to go forward in whatever it is, even if you're a little bit hesitant and scared. That's okay. You're just over, even in that moment, you're simply overthinking of how it could go bad. But if you stop, once again, if you take your foot off that thinking and just rest in the peace and go forward, you'll be good. And if you're going forward in something and it just feels off, if it feels like you're walking to a yuck, in a yucky neighborhood, just stop it. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on, and you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one -on -one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes, so you can go to the website Happy nsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one -on -one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world, then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one -on -one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.